Hello, welcome to episode 18 of Game Guys Advance. Welcome. I'm James. Oh, t- I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't done. <laughs> is that um? Is, is this usually what podcasters do? They like interrupt each other. Yeah, because it's kind of weird. I feel like most people that have made it to episode 18 probably know our names by now. So mm-hmm. like, I never know if we're gonna say it. Like, do I have to say James? It's always someone's first app. So. Yeah, and like, do you have to interrupt when I say James? Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> Wait, did you say your name after I said James? I think I did, but if you didn't catch it, my name is Richie. Nice. Nice, uh, yeah. Wow. That, that was almost an intro. Yeah, I think we almost had it. Um, Let's do some uh, observational humor. There's a bunch of cans of seltzer on my desk that I haven't thrown out. Dude, that's so fucking funny. Is that like your workspace? Do you collect trash <laughs> um yeah <laughs> yeah there's so much shit actually on my desk here it's like a lot of stuff whoa hey i also have the coin from from uh the breath of the wild collector edition i don't know what that is it's a little z with a sword in it yeah z for zoro zoro <laughs> z for sora um zoro yeah so I, I think today will mostly just be like a catch-up episode. Um, we've That's been, what I was thinking. Yeah. We've been playing a lot of really fun games, and um, we're excited to talk about them. But uh, first, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, so speaking of ketchup, is your ketchup too runny? Do you wish your ketchup looked more like the worm from Dune and less like your dad's bean-shaped swimming pool draped over a meat-packed skin dog? Well, finally, Heinz has a solution for you. Have you been using this, Richie? Yeah, um, they shipped us a couple bottles of this ketchup-flavored mustard, and um, it, it's delicious. Dude, and honestly, the most creative part of this thing. First off, this is a solution I didn't know I needed, but they're calling it custard with a k yeah it's really smart branding um i'm so frequently out of ketchup i don't know about you i think my problem every time i try and open my ketchup you do you get like the water that shoots out of the ketchup first yeah and it makes a nasty noise i hate that but it's like ketchup but it's thick because it's made with the same seeds as mustard but not the mustard flavored ones yeah it's like tomato flavored mustard and now you can grub down your glizzies. Yeah. With no gloop. Yeah. <laughs> you got no gloop on the bun. Yeah. I know how... You, you eat hot dogs a lot, right? Like every day? Uh, I would say probably multiple times a day. Sometimes I, I'll miss a day, but then I get a headache. Mmm. So I use it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's delicious. I mean, Heinz explicitly told us not to say this thing that I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I put that shit on everything. Yeah, well, so we're actually allowed to say that because we don't bleep it out. We put that shit on everything. It's, yeah, it's ketchup, but it's mustard. Yep. Oh, and since they sent us a, you know, some, I don't want to say like we work for them. We don't work for the ketchup mustard, but they did yep. send us some bottles. So use code GGA for 80% off your first order. That's Glizzy Glizzy Alpha for 80% off your first order. So speaking of ketchup, 
why don't we catch up on what we've been playing lately? Getting on the nose. Hey, what? so I've been playing a game. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Overwatch 2. Um, No, I haven't heard of Overwatch 2. What's that? They made a second one, but it's a lot like the first one. So I think if you have played the first one, you might know this game. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch 2, man. I'm I'm surprised. I think I've been playing more of this than I have the first one. Yeah, yeah. Which given like uh so, so that was a bit our transition into into Overwatch. We've we know what Overwatch is. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I was looking at like so you can check your hero stats and stuff, like all that carried over from the first game. Mm-hmm. And I have like sixty hours exclusively in Diva. And I got like five hours in Reinhardt, but I have not touched a single other character in the game. <laughs> That's a lot more hours than I thought would have been there. Yeah. Well, it's all from the first game, but because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had a couple of couple of nights playing that. But, you know, I, I was never really too, too into it. I like yeah. D.Va. Just fun. It's fun to play as like a big mech. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of feels like, identical in this game. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the characters play similarly. Um, so, have you been like experimenting outside of your uh, Diva Reinhardt? Uh, well, honestly, it was only that one time we were playing. What was that like Friday or something? Mm-hmm. Where I got forced into playing DPS. Yeah. So I picked Torbjorn. Well, first I cycled through like every single damage character until I got to to Torbjorn. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? Torbjorn, maybe. To Torb Torbjorn. Torb. Torb. I was saying Torb a lot. <laughs> yeah. Torb, Torb, Torb. Kind of like Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill, but, Bill. <laughs> Torb. Yeah, I. He, it was pretty good. I like how you can just throw a turret and shoot molten hot magma at yeah. your enemies. Yeah, if I have to play DPS, I like to just. Because I'm not good. I'm not really good at video games. Um, well, that's why you're our, our healer. Yeah, I hold right trigger and just aim in a general direction and feel like I provided something useful. So I've never touched a healer. What do you have to, what do you do? I mean, I get you should heal, but like, how does that even work? Are you aiming at enemies? Well, okay. So I've been playing the new character, Kiriko, and her healing. um, So I've been playing on console. I'm going to use console terminology here. I've done a little both. <laughs> yeah. I've just been like holding R2 and it kind of tracks towards um, like your teammates and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to be that accurate with it. And then you kind of have to like switch your brain and um, press L2 instead. <laughs> if you want to kill enemies or she throws like kunai and stuff, it's pretty tight. Well, between helping and hurting. Yeah. It, you have to really be able to com- compartmentalize um in your brain i just got like also because i have this installed on three different systems i got on pc playstation and switch Mm -hmm. so i'm all confused with the buttons and i have no idea how to pull up the like move descriptions on any of the (laughs) any of the (laughs) systems so i think you can only do it when you pick your character Okay, so there's no, like... I feel like the first game had, like, a cheat sheet you could pull up. I'm probably wrong. I'm wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but, like... I'm sure it's somewhere. 
So like every time I'm picking a new character, it's just like a bunch of icons. I'm like, damn it, what is the yeah. button to know what these are? Yeah. I, I try I think I had to play a healer one game and like immediately the game started. I picked Brigitte mm-hmm. and I had no idea what the buttons were. So I instead went and changed my son's diaper and handed the controller to Natalie. And she carried the she carried that game. No, dude, I think she had a much better understanding of the game than I did because you guys were all like I could see everyone had like the critical icon on them from like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're all like two miles away. So it was just like your silhouettes. But she had found us like a secluded swimming pool on the level overlooking a skyline. Yeah. She's like, whoa, there's a pool back here. And you guys are all dying. (laughs) I would just I mean, I get it. That sounds a lot more fun than like fighting. Yeah. Like that was just a a nicer way to to watch someone play Overwatch. Yeah. Cause I don't think I ever look at the levels. No. You kind of just walk towards the objective. Dude, there's some scenery to take in. Yeah, it's a I don't know. I've been having a lot of fun with it, but probably because I didn't have a big Overwatch one experience, I played for like maybe twenty hours just on console. Yeah. As Zenyatta? Um, I played a lot of Zenyatta. Um some like May, I think. Okay. Um, but in this game it's Kiriko. Or mm-hmm. I've fell in love with the little hamster guy in the ball. Oh, he's fantastic. I don't know how yeah. to how do you drop the ball? Because you can you can swing in the air and then yeah. he, he goes boom. You swing like Spider Man and then you press B. And then you just pop everyone up. I, I, he's just annoying. I like being annoying and not being, not having to be that good. Oh, what the hell's B? So you were speaking in PlayStation terms, and now you say B. Yeah, which is probably something different on Nintendo, and it's its <laughs> own key on a keyboard. So oh. no one is gonna understand that. Okay, hold on. I have an Xbox controller near me. So the the B on the Xbox controller. Oh. <laughs> I've been playing on PlayStation. Hold on. Circle? I, yeah, I guess it's circle. Wow. Do you, Dude, so, are we qualified to do this? No, this is this is good. So the B is where the circle is, which is where the A is on the Switch controller. Yeah, and where is it on an Xbox controller? The, the B on the Xbox controller is where the circle is on the PlayStation controller, okay. which is where the A is on the Switch controller. So, like, yeah. That's how you do it. <laughs> In conclusion, that's how you slam with the hamster ball. Wow, thanks. Um, so <laughs> game fun. Yeah, I like it. It was a huge uh, pain to get connected uh, the first couple of days, which yeah. I, I get. It's a big free game. Uh, apparent, and, you know, it's cross-play. Like Switch can play with the, you know, other people. Though I yeah. noticed when I queued up on Switch, it did say I was in a console pool. But Interesting. When I'm on PlayStation and we play with some of our PC friends, we're in like a PC pool. Like a cross-play pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's like trying to keep the Switch players like on the console side. Or I think you can maybe toggle the settings. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I feel like I should be able to... Well, actually, so gyro controls on Switch... Is the only one with like aim assist. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if you play on console and then you enter 
like a cross play pool. It mm-hmm. turns aim assist off. Uh, I guess to like even the playing field. But I I need it. Me too. <laughs> I need the aim assist. I need it. Yeah. I'm good. I don't know. I I I like the game. Yeah. For, I like the game. Uh, for a free game. Uh, and I I can't tell if the battle pass is gross yet. I did not buy the battle pass. Yeah, I guess you have to compare it to like the evil of loot boxes, like. Yeah, when the loot boxes for Overwatch were purely cosmetic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I guess the battle pass is cosmetic too. Yeah. But like, so you can buy the battle pass, which I think unlocks that healer you're playing as. So you might have ratted yourself out. Oh, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but you can unlock them at uh, level 55 on the battle pass. So you can get the new characters for free by playing a lot. Yes. Yeah. Or no, I think I think I didn't have all of the characters because I didn't connect my old account. Once I did that, I had all the characters unlocked. I'm not sure. Well, like uh, specifically the new characters. So Kiriko, um, they're either you buy the battle pass and you get them immediately or you can get them for free at level 55. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just want to I like the costumes. I like the uh, the the shooting. The one tank thing is weird because now uh, I only play tank. So I feel like I'm kind of taking a spot from someone else that wants to also be a tank. And I feel like a good tank is so important. What is that? Are you saying I'm a bad tank? You no. saying I'm a? You don't like when I stand in the fire and you have to heal me? No, that's your job. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, this game is infinitely more fun when we got like a group of five together and we're able to like communicate with each other. Because sometimes playing with strangers, you can't really. I know, because I'm never gonna jump into a stranger voice chat hell no <laughs> never in my life yeah <laughs> and like i even went into the settings this is gonna get me outed by the overwatch community but i turned the voice chat noises all the way off too so like one my mic is completely off so mm-hmm. no one would ever hear me but i also made it so even if other people are talking i just turned them off too <laughs> yeah no that's smart um Maybe not good for a team game, but we mostly just try and play with a, a bunch of friends. Yeah, and we have some like competent players that aren't us. Well, actually, you kept me alive, so I really rely on my friends. Yeah, don't we all? What a beautiful hey. message. <laughs> and there's no shame in it. Yeah. But you know what really stinks about playing this game on an Xbox controller? Uh, what? My batteries are constantly dying. Oh, okay. I see where you're going. Hey, um, maybe we take a quick break and uh, we can dive into this topic a little further. Yeah, let's get a quick word from our sponsor. Yeah, we'll be right back. Today's sponsor is brought to you by Durasonic Lemon Lime Edible Batteries. I, James, I don't know if you've experienced this, but oftentimes like after a long night of playing Halo, my controller will just die on me yeah yeah and um i have to throw those pesky batteries into the trash can you know where they sit in a landfill it's like really harmful for the environment what durasonic is proposing with these new batteries is that what if like when you're playing halo of course when they die you could just pop them in your mouth and you get more gaming energy 
Yeah, and honestly, this has been just a huge revelation for me because usually after I'm playing any, you know, high octane games of video games, I like to pop my batteries out and just leave them on the table. Mm -hmm. And after a while, I do get a little hungry and, you know, they've always just kind of been like the forbidden Pez dispenser. I always wished I could get a bite. Now I can. Yeah, um, they're they're pretty much digestible and they taste great. Yeah, and you know, initially you don't want to eat them, but you can, and that's kind of the whole selling point here. Also, I hear they're filled with soda, but I don't think that's true. Yeah, because when you bite it, it doesn't. It they don't drip. Well, no, okay. the no mess melt in your mouth battery. There is kind of like an explosion and like a little bit of like a tingly feeling, almost as if they were like carbonated lemon lime. It's like pop rocks, but like. The stings a little more intense and it like that sting kind of like it stings all the way down yeah but it's like a good sting and it's it's not bad like i would eat more of them the serving size is only two batteries that's typically what you're you know pulling out of your controller it's just nice that when my controller goes on empty my stomach doesn't have to yeah exactly so they're pretty much digestible again and what better place for the batteries to land than in the bottom of the stomach? Yeah, so the weird thing is though, the batteries only lasts about, I would say like maybe 30 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. So you are getting like a pretty good supply of food. Like I never went hungry when using these batteries, but they are expensive. Yeah, I didn't really even have to eat that day um, just cause I was playing so much Halo and eating so many batteries. I had to DoorDash more batteries every like 20 minutes. Yeah, and um, thanks to Durasonic, you can get 10% off of your next order if you go to durasonic.com slash gameguys and place an order for um, these lemon lime edible batteries. I can't wait to pop these suckers out so I can pop them right in by my mouth. So I've been playing this game called Tunic. Oh, have you? Yes. I just picked it up. Yeah, so I downloaded Tunic, but I haven't um, haven't really started it. Are you enjoying Tunic? Yeah, so it has one of my favorite features, um, sort of like the game Celeste. If you go into the, like, I don't know if it's an accessibility feature or not, but you can mm-hmm. turn on no fail mode. Yeah. So my little fox takes zero damage. It's like uh, bowling bumpers. Yeah, it's little bumpers for me. Because it's kind of, it's hard for me to like, especially when a game requires a skill set, that the the terms are thrown around a lot. But hey, just because this game has a dodge roll doesn't mean it's a Souls like. Mm. But it has a dodge roll. (laughs) (laughs) That's debatable. (laughs) No. um, And and this game has one of my favorite features, which is um, no dialogue. Yes. And kind of, isn't there like a language learning aspect? Yeah, so because I have the no fail mode on, you know, that doesn't really take away from the game too much because the whole thing you're doing is piecing together like an old like NES or Game Boy Color style instruction booklet. Mm -hmm. Like, so you get pages and it has just like pictures where like half the letters are in whatever language the game has. So you're picking up pages and like slowly learning the rules and like 
half the signs in the game are just <laughs> it just displays a made up language on the screen and you go okay but you kind of understand their context clues like i i feel like there's like a stick you pick up at the beginning yeah and like it it was like a made up language but it ended with a question mark and then you pick the answer with the exclamation point like to, like you kind of understand probably what the question is probably from like years of playing video games and seeing a question mark yeah, the game kind of speaks like Lizard Brain Gamer. They did a really good job at kind of meeting a, a natural like in, intuitiveness that a gamer would have. Anyone that's played like a Zelda game can kind of just like just playing the game. I walked with no instructions right to a chest with the sword in it. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, I guess it makes sense that I need the sword now. Yeah, it's almost saying like, hey, you don't really need to be able to understand like you you know what happens here yeah i <laughs> you don't like, need to be able to read i like when a game has faith in the player mm, yeah yeah this one just has so much faith in the player yeah so, so it's nice for me because i i saw a little gameplay before picking it up and deemed that the actual combat of it would probably be too hard for me but mm. i was really interested in you know piecing together instructions and like just the exploration bit um, I don't know if I said it before, but like Link's Awakening is my favorite Zelda game. Yeah. And this seemed like maybe kind of like that, as long as I could make it easy enough for me. <laughs> yeah, it has like a similar toy box aesthetic too. Yeah. I guess like aesthetically it's a lot like Link's Awakening. Obviously yeah. the gameplay is a lot different. Um Yeah. Man, there's I think there's music puzzles, but yeah. Good game. Nice. Well, would you want to take a quick break? Yeah, let's take a quick break. Cool. Sounds good. Today's sponsor is brought to you by the Nintendo licensed statue of Diddy Kong that you put in your garden to scare bunnies and other critters away from eating your crops. James, you know me. Gardening has been like a short hobby of mine for the last two years. Dude, that's your passion. It's my passion. Oftentimes, like, I'll be growing kale. I've been growing kale this fall. Ew. And I'll go and check up on my kale and see that there's, like, little holes poked in it. And any gardener will tell you that that's definitely bunnies. What Nintendo is proposing here is what if you put a statue of Diddy Kong in your garden to scare the bunnies away? And, James, let me tell you, these bunnies, terrified of Diddy Kong. Yes, I don't know what it is about Diddy Kong that works so well against these critters. Yeah, it just instills fear in the little guys, and they stay away from your kale or um, any other lettuces or carrots you have in your garden. I remember, I think I was driving home from your house, and as I was getting closer to my house, just driving down the long, winding roads of Bucks County, when I saw four to ten deer mm -hmm. and rabbit jump out in front of my car. I have never seen this honestly until like you told me about the statues after i left your house i kind of felt like you were trying to sell them to me yeah so when they all jumped out i figured i had to get out of my car and figure out what they were running from yeah of course but i pull over dude i pulled over and i saw 14 diddy kong statues really a house bought 14 of them no they were just on the side of the road oh i think somebody was trying to keep them out of the street Maybe they were protecting the animals. Oh, that's interesting. It scared them off the road. I've, on, I've only purchased seven so far, but 
I wouldn't be surprised if maybe someone bought a few and they got loose. Yeah, that's a, that's the weird thing is that, and and I took some of them, and by the time I got home, there weren't any in my car at all. I definitely picked them up. That's really strange. Have, have you checked on your Diddy Kongs? Maybe I should go check on my garden real quick. How many? How many did you say you have? Seven. Maybe I should go back and count. Whew. All right. So uh, I mean, another great thing about these Diddy Kongs is that they have amiibo functionality. You can scan them in to your Wii U and uh, save your Smash Bros. character on them. And what benefit does that have for your garden? Well, there hasn't been any scientific evidence that it helps your um, your crops produce, but I can now, kind of feel it. There is pretty specific instructions that say do not bring the Diddy Kong in your house. It's for garden use only. So are you bringing your Switch outside or... My Wii U gamepad, yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, do not bring them inside. Nintendo told me to say this. Guys, don't bring them inside. And you don't have to. And you don't have to. So go to Nintendo.com uh, uh, and navigate your way to their shop, and it should be featured at the top of the website. Um, pick yourself up a Diddy Kong today to scare away those bunnies and deer from eating your crops. And that said, don't let them in. Game Guys Advance 2 for that coupon code to get 46% off your first order. Yeah, very generous of Nintendo. So thanks again. Hey, and we're back. Nice. Well, nice. so you know what I've been playing. What have you been up to? Yeah, um, so I got a Street Fighter Six beta code uh, from Capcom. Wow, one of the few. Yeah, one of the few. Thanks, Capcom. Um, so I got to put my hands on the um, Street Fighter Six build. And dude, I'm so excited for Street Fighter Six. And by build, you're talking about the character creator? <laughs> no, I was talking about the game, but we can definitely talk about the character creator. All right, nice. I love 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 the slider they have for the legs dude i'm conf i'm conflicted about the character creator because i think it could be overdone like if you just want to play street fighter 6 and like you're surrounded by a bunch of monstrosities i think that could get annoying but i think if you get like one in every 60 is like just a fucked up dude Dude, for me, I think like one in every 12, like Mike Wazowski ass looking fools. I think I'm going to lose it like in yeah, a good way. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, your mileage might vary here. But the game itself is pretty good, too. I've been playing. Um, I picked up Ken um, just because, you know, Fireball. Sure, you can like I, I kind of Kick. like get the vibe. Yeah. So Ken Masters. Yeah. Ken what, Masters. Do you want to take a break real quick? Yeah, we'll take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. All right, all right thanks. Hey, well, as always, thank you to all our listeners here. We've got another great deal for you on this podcast. Well, a new book has just come out from an slime the best of the world. And honestly, I picked it up, and I can't put it down. Yeah, dude. I went to, um, I went to Barnes & Noble the other day, and, you know, there's, like, books by Gwyneth Paltrow and stuff. But yeah. I read I read the back cover of this book. And it's completely indescribable. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. I read the back, but I was like hooked. I haven't been able to put it down. I know. And like once I picked it up, I honestly, I haven't put it down since. Mm -hmm. And I think our listeners 
should know that once you pick it up, you can't put it down. It It's like practically binded to my hands as if it was like perfectly designed to fit them. Dude, and it's it's funny like that book has me sweating profusely. Yeah, I can't really describe it like and like every every page I can I can read them. It has like an energy to it when you hold it. I'm holding it right now. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I haven't been able to put it down. Uh, what's what's the title of this book? I forget. I haven't really been able to like read it. I kind of like understand it, but I can't speak the title. Uh, yeah, I can I can see it. So and the weird like I have a book cover over it because it just seemed like I couldn't look at it anymore. Yeah, it kind of hurt my eyes. Yeah, but it might have, I don't know, maybe it came with a book cover? I can't really tell if there's a book cover on it. Yeah, I can barely stand the sight of it, but... I can barely stand. I haven't, honestly, once I picked it up, I haven't been able to put it down. Yeah. Dude, I can't put it down. It's fantastic. I cannot put this book down. If someone could help me put this book down... I mean, the thing is, like, I don't even want to put it down. And yeah, make sure you pick up this book at your bookstore. You want to support your local shops, use code for, uh, you should pick it up. And we're back. Hey. Um, so James, have you been playing anything else? Yeah. So I downloaded the Dio Field Chronicles on Nintendo Switch. There's a demo. Oh, really? Yep. Cool. Well, would you want to take a quick break? Absolutely. Hey, Richie, how much do you print every year? How much do I print? Yeah. Um, well, in my off time, I like to print uh, several copies of the Bible to distribute to my neighbors. Uh, so pretty frequently. Okay. Is that under? That's, hopefully it's on. Okay. doesn't matter. What if I told you you never have to worry about ink again? Just tell me exactly how much paper you use. How much? What if you told me how much paper I use? Yeah. Um, like 17,000 a year, maybe? Okay, we uh, we can work on that. So I'll yeah. send you all the ink you could ever want, as long as you pay me. Oh, okay. But uh, how, mu- how much do you want? Well, see, if you sign up now, I'll let you print 10 pages a year, and you can have unlimited rollover without the 10 pages. You'll let me print tape? T- okay, that sounds good. Yeah, what do you say? Deal. Yeah, and I think you make, would you say you make art with most of the, the colors from the color wheel, right? Yeah, um, yeah. every color has a purpose, I believe. That's good, and now you don't have to worry about the ink, because I'll send you plenty for your first 10 pages. Once, you know, once you're out of the paper, of course, the terms of your subscriptions will tell me. It'll tell you? And yeah. then will you just ship me more ink automatically? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll send you more ink, but the terms of your subscription, are it's going to let me know what you've done. And how how much is this subscription? It's it's fine. As long as you don't try and print an 11th page, the terms of your subscription won't even get you. Oh, so what happens if I print an 11th page? Just wait until the new ink, and you can know you can roll over your 10 pages, as long as you don't print any, and the terms won't do anything. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. If you need an 11th page, it can wait. Okay. It's it's patient. So just please follow the agreement, and I'll send the ink. Okay. Well, why don't you shoot those terms over, and I'll review them. Yeah, and don't 
you don't this isn't like a netflix you don't want to share your account with your friends or family why not the terms of your subscription will know and they're always there what's the punishment for like what are you going to do if i print an 11th page the terms of of your like subscription they know they know it's all in there hmm okay yeah so just send me your address and i'll send over the terms of your subscription and he'll be there soon all right if you say so all right what he'll be here soon and we're back hey do you want to take a break yeah that sounds great This episode's sponsor is brought to you by the new season of British Bake Off on Netflix. Not to be confused with The Great British Bake Off. That's a very different show. James, have you watched uh, the first season of this? Yeah, I actually watched it all in one sitting. So the best part about this, I think, is that it's just The British Bake Off. You know, it's not, you know, there's no grandiose effects. It's just natural people making real food. Yeah, real food like that we make at home you, you don't have to like be jealous that you can't bake a gigantic cake it's more relatable i would say yeah i think in like episode two and like carl Tolaroni, he made the bag of tortillas is that when he got the um the stan allentown fist bump yeah honestly everyone's like <laughs> dude i was bawling my eyes out seriously because carl Tolaroni, he like he spent the last of his money making that bag of chips and when Stan Allentown came in with the fist bump like you could see he's wanted that his whole life yeah at first I thought it was so weird that everyone was so thirsty for this uh, fist bump but I kind of get it like they've just been aspiring for this it's great oh dude did you watch the episode where uh, the technical challenge was to make pasta out of candy yeah it was it was insane because it wasn't like you know, my immediate thought was like, oh, they got to make macaroni art. No, dude, this was candy, but pasta. My initial thought was like, oh, like candy rope, um, Twizzlers, like try to find the long candy just to do pasta with. But yeah. people got pretty creative and it was um, a really good watch. Yeah, I don't know if I like seeing a bunch of Skittles in a strainer, though. That was kind of weird. Watching the rainbow off. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I I liked that. uh uh, Pamela Armstrong made the tire swing like for her whole technical challenge it was a candy pasta tire swing yeah like the judges they ask you to put like a personal story into your um I'm gonna say art even though that's debatable and what Pamela did with the tire swing was incredible yeah cause the whole like her whole backstory was tragic she never had tires yeah and you could tell like once they got to her cause obviously you know, Carl Tobaroni's fist bump from Stan Allentown was, you know, that was the bump heard around the world, but it was like they forgot he was even there once Pamela Armstrong mentioned that the tires weren't there. Yeah, she kind of, like, stole the show. Yeah, I hate that Stan Allentown eats the whole meal, though, before giving his opinion. Yeah, and he doesn't share with the other judge, Prune. Yeah, Prune honestly just stands there while Stan Allentown goes goes to town on everything goes that he calls it going to stan allentown on everything do you have like an all-time favorite meal that you've seen on the show yeah i liked the thin sliced pizza yeah they put it through like he made it with yeah what he had the the paper shredder 
and you mm -hmm. put the pizza toppings and everything through the paper shredder and then whatever's kind of in that bucket at the bottom you put on a tortilla shell yeah classic recipe and then the best part was that because they're allowed to call in one alley-oop from stan allentown and so stan allentown once you call him in especially with the thin sliced pizza from the paper shredder bucket he'll sort of just fist pump it into powder onto the tortilla shell which spreads the toppings around dude did you watch the episode where the guy microwaved a bowl of cereal for nine hours yeah it was crazy because he didn't put any milk in it so it was dry cereal for nine hours which i was kind of hoping they'd put like each of the challenges they'd have like a clock so this one they gave everyone nine hours to make a bowl of cereal yeah and Mike, I think was his name. Yeah. He just put a bowl of cereal in the microwave for nine hours. And the judges said, like, that's wild. Why would you do that? And do you remember what Mike said? Uh, he said, <laughs> dude, trust me. And honestly, it, it, it paid delicious. off. Yeah, I would have eaten yeah. it. Like, it was, it was a little, like, crispy, which, like, a hot, a hot lucky charm. Because, like, the, the marshmallow is wet. Yeah, but the totally. cereal was crispy. What was Mike's last name? Oh, that was like um, part of his like spin. That's what he called it. It was like his special. But I forget he called it after his last name. Oh, dude, uh, it was Mike. It was Mike basketball, wasn't Mike, it? Yeah, Mike. Mike basketball's bowl of grains. Mike basketball's yeah. big bowl of grains, and which was hilarious because Mike basketball didn't call in for the Stan Allentown alley oop once. No, he did it by himself. Um, I mean, he had the microwave self, but yeah. Yeah, I think he lost points for it, though. I believe Stan Allentown wants to be called in to help. He enjoys it. You can tell. I, I'm not even sure he knows there's guests on this show. I think he's making it about himself. Yeah, yeah. How'd you cool. feel about the season finale? Oh, dude. When I they had to tears. cook Stan Allentown? Yeah, I was in tears like laughing it was so fucking funny dude it was hilarious and prune had a pitchfork remember yeah. prune with her uh pitchfork forgetting she would pick prunes with the pitchfork so prune <laughs> picks prunes with the pitchfork what was your favorite way that people used uh stan allentown i like so somebody treated stan allentown they were like oh he's already perfect and they just sort of uh cling wrapped his foot and said i'll save this for later yeah it was like a minimalist approach Dude, yeah I, I liked it like hey I, i'm already done this is the leftovers yeah so go to netflix.com gga to watch an exclusive 10 minute preview of the next season of british bake-off um that's netflix.com gga would you want to take a quick break yeah, I got time. Cool. We'll be right back. This week's episode is brought to you by A1 Game Sauce. Yeah, and you recognize A1 Game Sauce as, you know, they're one of our first, hopefully not last, sponsors. And honestly, today was the day of my procedure, and I feel great. Yeah, dude, my, pr my procedure is um, next Friday, but I'd love to hear about your experience so I know what to prepare for. Dude, you're gonna love it. So they send you your 20 gallon bucket of game sauce. No lid on it, but you got like a little funnel there. 
and mm-hmm. almost immediately, like, I didn't even have to read the instructions, I just knew what to do, and within minutes, all the blood in my body was replaced with the A1 game sauce. And how do you feel? Uh, honestly, I smell weird, but in terms of my my speed, my strength, mm-hmm. I say I'm like, if, if before the game was sauce, I was at like 20%, functionality as a 31 year old i'm yeah. about like 42 percent that's wow. that's okay. double more than double my previous strength before i was filled with sauce yeah so i've been eating game sauce exclusively um for the past month and i feel great but i can't imagine what having it literally run through your blood like what that might do for your overwatch uh kill death ratio i know it was like i had a complete tune-up now I've got this running through everything. Like now, have you been gaming better? I've been gaming faster. Like physically? Physically. I experience... You press the buttons faster. Yeah, I press the buttons faster. What might take you six hours to beat a game? I do it in three hours. The game mm. goes faster. Time moves faster. Life moves faster. I think we're ever running out of time. No. Not with the sauce. Not with the sauce, you ain't. Well, I wish you luck on your sauce fusion. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. And like, it it hurts a lot. Thanks again to A1 Game Sauce for sponsoring this episode. You can go to a1gamesauce.com slash GGA to get 10% off of your next order. Again, that's a1gamesauce.com slash GGA to get 10% off of your next order. A1 Game Sauce. Good games, great sauce. Good games, great sauce. Good Good games, games, great great sauce. sauce. Good Good games, great sauce. This week's episode is brought to you by the officially licensed Suhao Body Pillow. Suhao being the main antagonist in Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. You know Suhao, right, James? Yeah, that's the 10-foot-tall PNG I have as my desktop background, right? Yeah, yeah. He ha- he wears, like, boots and a hat, and I think he has a shirt off, which he looks great. Yeah, and this is one of those reversible covers, right? Yeah, it's reversible. Um, I haven't reversed it because, you know, I'm such a big Suhao fan. Do you know what's on the other side? Yeah, the other side is a little more Suhao. If you know what I mean. Yeah, so, and, you know, you don't want to flip the cover on your first night of sleep. Yeah, you want to save that for um when you need it. Yeah, did yours come with the speaker inside it? Uh, yeah. With all his it, um, like, voice recordings? All of his famous quotes. Yeah, what's one of his quotes? I liked when he said, like, I'm Su Hao, I'm here to um, fight Sub-Zero. Yeah, I heard, um, I got all, like, the, the polite ones in mind where he does like the the friendships and the babalities and stuff mm. those are those are good because I think Mortal Kombat's a little too squishy you know like it's got like a wet aesthetic and you don't want that coming out of your pillow unless unless you want to so this pillow is made out of a micromodal fiber that's 0% cotton um, it does a really good job of like retaining heat and making you sweat a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, I woke up completely soaked 
drenched, you might want to put like, like you know how sometimes when cats pee on the bed, you put like a rubber thing underneath your sheets. You might want to do that. Yeah, you're gonna need to pretend like you wet yourself. That's how you're gonna have to take care of this. Like if you yeah. maybe spill water on your face when like you're drinking water in bed on your back. That's what this pillow is going to do to you. Yeah, it's a lovely product. Completely dry, though. The pillow didn't even get slightly wet. Yeah, that, so that's the micromodel fabric. It Like, water just runs off of it. Like, I, and honestly, I sometimes I'll just stand the pillow up and I pretend like he like, stood me up or something. And I just splash, I'm like, damn you, and I splash water on it. The water always comes back at my face. Like, he threw the water at me. And then... Do you like drink the water when it splashes back at you? Always. You never you have something like there's so many things that are water resistant. This is water repellent. It's an incredible product. So you want to go to redbubble.com slash uh body pillow and enter in coupon code uh game guys advance to get 60% off of this wonderful product. And if you write in now, send us a letter to our email, I'll give you mine. You're getting rid of it? My room is soaked. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. If you could write it, handwrite it so I know it's you. And that's a wrap. Um, thanks for listening to this episode of Game Guys Advance. Um, where can people find us online, James? Hey, so you can find us at Game Guys Advance on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, uh, and our email address at gmail.com. It's gameguysadvance at gmail.com. Yeah, um, consider this like an open invitation. If anyone wants to say anything to us, just like email it. Um, we'd be open. Yeah, we might read it on the episode or if it's like a, a topic. I know we talk a lot about games, but we talk about other stuff too. Cool. So, yeah, thanks again for listening. Yeah. We still we still don't have an outro. I know. Let's do that. Um, Let's do that, you know. You know it.